So today's topic is doing business with the Lord. And today is we are covering the last verse of this chapter. This chapter, if you remember, is about the prayers of Prahlad Maharaj. Prahlad Maharaj was such a great devotee. He is offering prayers to Narsimha Dev. Narsimha Dev, who was very, very angry when he saw that Hiranyakashipu was trying to kill uh, Prahlad Maharaj, trying to challenge him, that where is your Lord? And then Narsimha Dev came out of the pillar and he killed very easily this demon uh, Hiranyakashipu, who is father of Prahlad Maharaj. And uh, he was very, very angry, Narsimha Dev. Nobody was able to pacify him. Many people tried, all the demigods, they tried, Lord Brahma himself tried, and many others they tried, but they were not able to pacify Narsimha Dev. And finally, Prahlad Maharaj came and he offered very beautiful prayers, which is the part of this 7th canto, 9th chapter. And finally, these prayers are going to end today with the last verse of Narad Muni. So we'll read these prayers. Last verse of the chapter. So we'll read the translation. We'll read this verse. Sri Narada Vacha Evam Pralubhyamanavapi Varar loka pralobhanai ekanti tattvat bhagavati nechat nano surottuma. He's telling. Narad Muni said, Pralad Maharaj was the best person in the family of Asuras who always aspired for material happiness. Nonetheless, although allured by the Supreme Personality of Godhead who offered him all benedictions for material happiness, because of his unalloyed Krishna consciousness, he did not want to take any material benefit for sense gratification. And Prabhupada is writing in the purport, pure devotees like Prahlad Maharaj and Dhru Maharaj do not aspire for any material benefit at any stage of devotional service. When the Lord was present before Dhru Maharaj, Dhruva did not want it, did not want to take any material benefit from the Lord. Swamin Kritartu Asmi Varam Nayachir. As a pure devotee, could not ask the Lord for any material benefit. In this regard, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructed us, Na dhanam na janam na sundarim kavitam vajagadi shikamaye mama janmani janmani ishwari bhavtar bhaktira ahatuki tvai. O my Lord Jagadish, I do not pray for benedictions by which to achieve material wealth, popularity or beauty. My only desire is to serve you. Kindly engage me in the service of a servant of Sakya. So, Narad Muni is telling that Prahlad Maharaj, although he has taken birth in the family of Divan, but he is the greatest devotee of the Lord. And this is this has been shown by his own example by Prahlad Maharaj is uh, was was being offered so many benedictions, but he rejected everything, and he is simply asking that. I can let me always remain your servant and if possible, kindly take back all the living entities in this world. I'm thinking of these living entities over this material world, what they will do. But this is the quality of a devotee. 
Prabhupada says about Jesus Christ also. Jesus Christ also was one of the great devotees of the Lord. And it is mentioned in Bhagavatam. What is that? What is the symptom of a sadhu? Who is can whom we can call a sadhu? Not that simply by a person's dress, we can tell whether he is a sadhu or not. Sadhu's definition in the mention the scriptures. And it is mentioned who is sadhu? Titik Shiva Karuni Kasu Vidam Sarvadehinam. Ajata Shatrava Shanta Sadhu Nam Sadhu Bhushana. That means a person who is first the first qualification of sadhu is Titik Shavaka. That means he is very, very tolerant. Tolerance is one of the very important quality of a sadhu. If a person is not tolerant, he cannot be called a sadhu or brahmana. And that's why uh, entire Vedic civilization were meant for that purpose only. Brahma, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra. There are four Varnas and four Ashramas. So four Ashramas are Brahmachari, Grahas, Manpras and Sanyas. And the four Varnas are uh, Brahma, Kshatriya, Vaishya and Shudra. So a person is trained in such a way from the beginning of his life that he can, he can behave like a Brahmana. That means he can, the first qualification is that he should be tolerant. So he should be able to show his uh, behavior in such a way that people can call him that he is a tolerant person. He is a person who can tolerate. But uh, the thing we can see today is missing. People are not tolerant. We, are, we can see fights are happening even in the family of two to three people. There are a lot of fights. So there is no tolerance. And the reason why tolerance is not there because we are very, very passionate. We have so many desires. So that's why uh, people will fight in the name of religion sometimes, sometimes in the name of uh, their own happiness, some the name of in the in the name of their rights, human rights, they will fight. But they are not satisfied, they are not tolerant. It is impudent how I can become tolerant, even they can understand this one thing that how can I become tolerant? Then automatically all the problems will be solved because nothing in this world is permanent, everything is temporary. Even so-called material happiness today, what we are seeing is also temporary, and so-called distress also is temporary. So just like distress is coming automatically, happiness also will come automatically in this world. But ultimately, but ultimately both are temporary. Nothing is permanent. But the devotee of the Lord is not like that. He is neither after material happiness nor after material distress. He simply is happy in serving the Lord. Just like Prahlad Maharaj is telling that uh, if you see the previous verses, previous verses are there where Prahlad Maharaj is being offered many, many things, but ultimately, even next chapter also, you will see that Prahlad Maharaj is Narasimha Deva is offering many, many things, but he actually rejected ultimately everything. And he uh, only asked one thing, that let me become your servant. I don't want to have anything. I only want to become your servant. This is my only desire. So generally people follow religion, it is at least in India, people follow religion, but they have forgotten the spirit of religion. What is the real, real spirit of religion? So Varnashrama system is Dharma Artha Kamoks, that means a person, person will follow religiosity and then he, he once he becomes pious, he can have money, he can have some Dharma Artha, Artha means money and with the help of money he can satisfy his desire and ultimately he can achieve, he can go for moksha. But ultimately the purpose of Dindi is to get moksha. But in today's time, even if people, they follow religiosity, their purpose is to get some material benefit. 
the purpose is not to attain moksha the purpose is that they can either some material misery is there they can get relief from that or they can get some material material benefit in the in the form of money name fame and everything and generally this kind of people they go to demigods for uh, for fulfill of their material desires but yes these people are better than atheists because at least this they are going to uh, some higher personality they are accepting that someone superior to them but ultimately that is not the real business of a devotee if a person is advanced you understand any material benefit are temporary what will i get even if i get some material thing but people they follow dharma generally for the sake of some material benefit that's why when we when we also go to some person's house or we go there people also come to our temple hardly somebody will be asking uh, in front of the lord that lord please give me some bhakti mostly people will be asking about uh, their sense gratification or some material benefit in the form of name fame money or any other thing their purpose of coming actually temple is not that i want to understand the science of god i want to understand what is in bhagavad gita i want to understand what is soul or i want to understand how to come out of this cycle of birth and death and neither they have inquisitiveness also but their only purpose of coming to temple is if i have some material problem i can get solution offered it out of it and if i not having any material problem but i have some material desire so after i come to temple if i go to temple and then with that will be fulfilled but that is something which is called as business with the lord you will use this you will see this word at the next chapter and pralad maharaj is telling when nasima dev is offering so many things to pralad maharaj the pralad maharaj is telling that oh my lord i am not a merchant merchant means what merchant means a person is speaking to you or is coming with you dealing with you so that he can exchange some some benefit with you you can sell him something and purchase something so that this bhakta is not like that Pralad Maharaj is saying, "My Lord, I am not a merchant. Merchant means I am not doing everything, all these things, so that I can get some some material benefit. No, I am simply I am satisfied because I am your devotee. I am satisfied. I don't want anything for myself. I simply want to satisfy you. This is my only desire. And then the Sima Devi, the Sima Devi become very very happy that this actually is a real devotee. Does not want anything." but the people in general they follow dharma so that they can get money and if somehow or the other they get some opportunity to get money without following dharma they are actually ready to do that that's why we see many time people will uh, uh, fall they go to temple if their material desire somehow is not getting fulfilled they become very angry and they somehow become atheists they become somehow they stop following uh, whatever they were doing because their material desire is not getting fulfilled so that the only purpose of doing that activity is somehow either i can so i go to a temple i am offering some water i am offering some uh, any of the article or something i am offering my idea is i will get something out of it so just like a businessman he does investment so that he can get some return out of it similarly people in general the only purpose of going to temples and all this thing how can i get some material thing but devotee is actually totally different devotee make sure that i should not give any trouble to the lord 
my only purpose is how can i serve lord and that is whatever lord wants to do wants to give me he will give me this is my only desire so and we have seen also in past a devotee is wanted uh, krishna wanted to give many things to devotee but devotee rejected just like gopis gopis were uh, so dear devotee krishna krishna could have given anything to gopis but krishna said that i cannot give you anything back you have to remain satisfied with your own because the kind of devotee you are none of my other devotee can match your devotion especially other means devotion so nobody wants to the devotee never want to take any service from the lord but only competition which is there in the, in the devotee and the lord is devotee wants to serve lord and lord wants to serve his devotee so there is a competition going on devotees try to see that lord should be happy and lord always try to see that devotee should be happy so there is a competition between both of them and uh, so there is a very nice pastime also prabhupada tells that so as we understand we have discussed also earlier that the chaitanya mahaprabhu his uh, associates confidential associates like uh, whenever krishna comes he comes with his associates similarly chaitanya mahaprabhu when he came he also came with associates or with his devotees so the, the goswamis or the six goswamis who actually excavated rindavan were the disciples and devotees of chaitanya mahaprabhu so uh, among the six goswamis the leaders were sanatan goswami and rupa goswami and rupa goswami's elder brother was sanatan goswami so both of them they were staying in vrindavan and they every day used to uh, chant krishna's name they every day used to worship lord they every day used to follow all this uh, activities he just mentioned ragunath das goswami was one of the goswami we have discussed also about him he used to pay he used to chant one lakh times krishna's name and he used to pay obeisances 2000 devotees every day 2000 3000 devotees or vaishnavas every day and he used to eat very less very every alternate day he used to take little butter milk so this was the old goswami's life they were only living underneath a tree and they will not spend more than one day under the tree so they will spend one night in under one tree another next day they will go to some different tree they will not stay there so totally a life which is full of austerities which is only meant to serve lord and these goswamis were not ordinary people mind you we have heard they were very very uh, intelligent at the same time they were having good position in the material society both rupa goswami sanatan goswami both were uh, were big ministers under the command of jahangir but they left everything just to serve chaitanya mahaprabhu this is one of the test i discuss also that if somebody can tell whether i am utilizing particular thing for my satisfaction or serving lord or am i attached to that particular thing or not if you really want to understand or no then you should see if i somebody ask me to leave that thing for a higher cause sir lord am i ready to leave that thing if i am ready to leave that thing that means yes i am i am not utilizing for such gratification but if somebody ask me to leave that particular thing for higher cause if i don't leave that that means i am actually using this in such gratification and it is applicable for everyone 
it's it is available in the in, in terms of money name fame family society everything so this goswamis they were uh, big uh, having all everything was there with them but uh, because chaitanya mahaprabhu told them you have to go to vrindavan and then you have to excavate this places so all this sanatan goswami group person left everything tattva tuna vasesh mandalapati shrinim sada tuchava it is mentioned that they were mandalapati they were like they were big big ministers and how they left everything not that out of very pain somebody has to i have to leave my family i have to leave this business i have to leave this society no tuchavat tuchavat means it's like garbage we do not take care we do not bother at all if somebody takes away garbage from our home right some dust or something like that like that they left everything without any hesitation without any burden in the heart oh i have to leave my family i have to leave society i have to leave money no this that was their position so how a devotee never wants to take service from the lord so there is a nice pastime prabhupada mentions so once so sanatan goswami was elder brother of rup goswami and both of were staying together in davan so once rup goswami has a desire that let me give a nice feast prepare a nice feast for my elder brother sanatan goswami who was his teacher also so the he, he had this desire that let me prepare a nice feast for sri sanatan goswami i would like to offer him as soon as he thought like that after some time he saw one little girl came and she came with lot of ingredients in the sense she she brought vegetables fruits milk curd sugar ghee everything nicely the nice abundant quantity she brought and she offered to rup goswami and rup goswami was astonished to see that how a girl has come and she has given so many things okay no problem let me accept so so rup goswami after taking all these things from this girl he started preparing a nice feast for sanatan goswami and he prepared everything very nicely and in the, in the evening he invited sanatan goswami to uh, honor prasadam when sanatan goswami came and he was very happy to see such a nice preparation you have made so sanatan goswami asked rup goswami but tell me one thing how in this forest you got so many items and so nicely you have made where from you got all these items rup goswami says yes actually in the morning i was thinking of Uh, making all these things and after immediately after that one little small girl came and she had given everything to me 
means Nathan Goswami was a little doubtful. Then he asked, what was the, what you can say, what was the, uh, how this girl was looking like? And Sanatan Goswami, the Rupa Goswami said, he told what was the feature of that uh, girl and how she was looking like. So Sanatan Goswami became very angry. And then he told, oh my God, what a blunder you have done. You have taken service from Radharani. It is a very, very great uh, blunder you have done. Because the devotee never wants to take any service from the Lord, but always tries to give service. And here, all of us in Vrindavan, we are there to serve Lord, serve Radharani actually. All of us are servant of Radharani. But you have taken service of Radharani, it is actually not good. Then it just ties to Goswami. That how you can do like that. So like that, we can see many, many pastimes where Lord is ready to give any kind of service to his devotee. But devotee actually never wants to take any service from the Lord. But people in general, they generally do go to temple for some. So this tendency we should try to remove. And all of us have this tendency, especially in the initial days, that whenever we approach a lot, we approach with some material desire. It can be gross, it can be subtle also. So devotee should always think, uh, he should actually introspect that whether I am following Krishna consciousness for what purpose? The purpose of following Krishna consciousness is what? Whether I am following for some, some material desire or I am following to get some name and fame in the society or I am following so that people should praise me or I am following Krishna consciousness to purify myself and ultimately please Siddha Prabhupada and Krishna. So that is a devotee's desire is always is trying to see that uh, whatever activity I am doing, I should only be doing that activity so that so that uh, we can please Lord. I can please Lord, I can satisfy Lord. That is the devotee's qualification. And devotee and Lord also always try to see that how can I serve my devotee. Just like one more example we have seen of Sudama. Sudama went to Krishna and he was a very he was a friend of Krishna, but he was not very rich, very, very poor Brahman, not having anything, somehow or the other able to able to manage. But he came to Krishna and Krishna and he went to Krishna with uh, chipped rice, very less. Nothing. And Krishna was king of Dwarka that time went. And then he was thinking, how can I offer such a cheap thing to Krishna? But somehow the other Krishna snatched that chipped rice and they started eating chipped rice. And, and the Sudama was very much astonished that how Lord is eating such a offering like chipped rice. And, and then Krishna sent him back. Sudama was thinking, oh, I've gone, I came here to uh, take some help from the Lord, but he has not given me anything. But in fact, he has taken a chipped rice also. But finally, when he went back, he saw, oh my God, there are so many palaces and everything. He was uh, not an ordinary person now, a rich person. So everything he had. So Lord provide everything, whatever you want. Krishna is, can provide you anything. But he sees that whether devotee is sincere or not. So if you really want to go to Krishna and have material desire also. So sometimes this also is there. We have material desire also. And we want to become Krishna conscious also. 
many times it happens we have material desire also we want to satisfy that also at the same time i want to i want to have some spiritual goal also so in that case if a person is sincere or krishna special blessings are there chaitanya mahaprabhu blessings are there so then chaitanya mahaprabhu or krishna takes away all the material thing from that person's life and ultimately the person will force surrender to krishna but that happens with not everyone some some devotees are very special with them it can happen but most of the times a person having material desire and he has in spiritual desire also if he is not association of devotee finally the person will again go into this whirlpool of material world and only he will uh, deal with material desire only. so that's why pralad maharaj is praying to the lord that if you really want to give me this benediction then give me one benediction that i don't have any material desire see how dangerous it is to have material desire for a person who is wanting to advance in krishna consciousness so that's why pralad maharaj is praying all those pure devotees praying if you really want to give me something then give me this benediction that i don't have any material desire so when he is praying like that who are we how much we should be careful that whether i am developing any material so that also happens sometimes if you are not careful uh, in chanting about the holy name of the lord instead of uh, making a detached from this material world we become more and more attached to material world actually it's a fact that is called as weeds just like you when you grow a tree or plant there will some creepers down so when you put water instead of water instead of going to tree the plant there so many creepers will be there they will take all the water and they will be nourishing and tree will ultimately not be nourishing so similarly if you are not conscious whether i by chanting i am developing love of god and i am developing this loading out tendency or material desires so instead of advancing spiritual life we will be advancing in material desires so so same chanting which will can become cause of liberation if you are not conscious can become cause of bondage also because krishna is very much uh, sensitive to material desires also because he is a person so you are very much desiring to have material thing you are not care, caring for the weeds then ultimately we will see that's why even so after so much uh, years of following krishna consciousness also sometimes people do not able to give up this family detached family attachment everything they are not able to give because chanting is not happening as because as a fact if you are chanting properly knowledge and detachment should should be there and should reflect in our activities but if it is not happening that means instead of instead of developing love of god we developing creepers and that creepers if they are growing ultimately just like these creepers we keep on growing they will choke the growth of the tree and ultimately you will see that trail this tree will uh, dry and these creepers will will uh, flourish the similar way if you are not conscious so instead of instead of developing detachment from this material world society family everything we are we are becoming more and more attached to this material world so these creepers are there always so that's why in every step of krishna consciousness guidance of the devotees is required if you are not taking guidance from devotees we are thinking that i can do it my own it's the biggest mistake we do and 
ultimately we'll be committing some blunder in our spiritual life so instead of uh, thinking of this thing that i can do at my own one should always consult with senior senior it's, it is a law it is not something which is optional it is a law you have to consult your senior who can guide you how to follow krishna consciousness otherwise we are thinking that we are advancing in spiritual life but ultimately we are advancing in our material desires so that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu has quoted very nice words you will find this in chaitanya charitamrita so he says about a person who wants to advance in spiritual life he should take care of two things very very important so he says nishkinchanasya bhagavat bhajonmukasya ಪಾರಂಪರೆಯಿಂಚನಸ್ಯಾಂಪರಸ್ಯಾಂಪರಸ್ಯಾಂಪರಸ್ಯಾಂಪರಸ್ಯಾಂಪರಸ್ಯ
Best thing is, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, na dhanam, na janam, na sundari. I don't want dhanam, I don't want janam, I don't want sundari. Kavitama jagadi se kahamaya, I don't want any beautiful places also. But I want one thing, that life, after my life, let me become a nice devotee of yours. Mam janmani janmani, shri bhavtad bhakti. That you please come, and life after life, uh, even though I don't, liberation also. Liberation also I don't want. Even if I have to come back, let me come back. But the only desire I have, I want to serve you. So this is a desire of a devotee. But a person who is not a devotee, he will have a desire of material things. So we have to purify ourselves from these desires. Very important. And by slowly uh, following the process of Krishna consciousness, it is possible to develop a natural detachment. There will be some troubles. There will be some problems. There will be some challenges. It's a fact. We are not in the spiritual world. In material world under the kingdom of Maya. So, this will not be difficult, it will not be so easy because Maya will not allow you to follow Krishna consciousness so easily. She will give you all the allurements, all the problems, and everything. But somehow, if we can stick to the process of Krishna consciousness, we can easily cross over this portion of material, material birth and death and go back to Krishna. That is our ultimate. To go back to Krishna. So, if a person is doing chanting, reading, hearing, how you test it? So the test is how much you are able to sacrifice for the Lord and how much you are able to develop love for the Lord. So, test is, is in our hand. Nobody can give, come and give you some, we can, some certificate of your past. No. To see how much able to detach, able I am to, detachment I am able to develop from this material world. And second thing is how much attachment I will to love for Krishna. That is our own uh, own judgment. Nobody can come and give us a deal. So we should pray for it. The only thing we should try in our life is that somehow or the other let me become a very nice devotee of Lord. For this we should try. Then all other things, just like when you have 500 rupees note, in that you have 10 rupees also, 20 rupees also, 100 rupees also, 200 rupees also, is there in that 500 rupees with you. Similarly, once you become devotee, then automatically all the material problems will not bother. Rather than going to temple and asking, Oh God, give me bread, give me job, give me this thing, give me that thing. Rather than asking all these things, if you surrender to Krishna, Krishna will do everything. Krishna is like take care of devotees. But unfortunately, we don't have faith. So that's why we don't surrender and that's why we struggle with this material world. So this is about business. We should not do business. Try to serve God without any material motivation. So now we will chant with Hare Krishna Mantra, which is Bhavasadi. Uh, Bhavasadi means there are so many problems in the material world. And instead of taking solution or medicine for different different problems, Bhavasadi this Harinam is Bhavashadi, which can relieve us from all the problems, not only this problem, that problem, all the problems of life. Simply you have to surrender to Krishna. So now we'll chant Hare Krishna.